T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Inside information on your teams, honest opinion, and the biggest names in sports. It's time, Las Vegas, for the Playmakers. They're truly taking a risk today on multiple levels. Welcome to the Playmakers. My name is Lindsey Brown. Across the glass for me is Adrian Hernandez. And today is the first day in which he and I did not pound the rock ahead of showtime. And kind so of dangerous. We're being bold is, today. It is. And we are creatures of routine. Uh, sports, Most sports people are. And to be honest, our professional environment fosters a lot of the same things that uh, at least – I experienced it in hockey arenas, tennis courts, golf courses. The the longest course is the tube or the the length between your two ears. That's what my dad always says. And so, uh, we are here to guide you through a very robust sports lineup show today on the Playmakers. Yes, it's not a slow news day. It's not a slow news day. <laughs> it is, and it started very early this morning. Yes, we are going to be talking about first and foremost the most important thing that's going on in the news right this second, is the Brian Flores lawsuit. We're going to get into that in just a couple minutes here because that's our can opener segment for obvious reasons. Uh, We're also featuring two interviews today, not just one, two. Joe Ostrowski joins us as he does each and every Tuesday to talk about uh, sports betting stuff, BetQL. They're great. They sponsor our phone lines in which they call, uh, among other things for us here on 1140 The Bet. And then another now close friend of the program, but we uh, came to his contact by way of Paul, uh, Ed Cunningham, true renaissance man when it comes to someone who started in the world of sports and has branched out into so many different avenues. And so we really go through a holistic conversation with him about how he's really handled the chapter of his after career and uh, uh, including a few tips for those of us that are maybe just in those initial stages or even still in our quote-unquote glory days. Uh, we're going to be talking hell of a lot of football. As I mentioned, Brian, Brian Flores, we're going to be talking the Tom Brady retirement, which is now officially official. And then uh, we got gender equity updates and specifically about what's going on in the WNBA and uh, a, a couple of very important quotes from one Miss Liz Cambage. So much to get to in today's show. And I haven't even mentioned our one hockey segment that we'll be previewing tonight's Vegas Golden Knights Buffalo game, their last game before the All-Star break, which is here in Las Vegas. And so I'm very excited to get down to that and to have our one little brief moment on the ice in our show today because it's just it, days like this and conversations that we're going to have are very important. It's not the first time that we've had hard conversations here in the Playmakers, but it's certainly the first time that you and I have had some had this opportunity in front of us. So I am going to name this the Truth to Power Tuesday. Because I like the title. Thank it, you. It's very, very fitting. Thank you. And uh, we're going to get into our can opener segment here because what Brian Flores did 
is a huge service to a lot of people. And he shouldn't have to. Brian Flores essentially burned his bridge to potentially any coaching job in the NFL going forward, any job in the NFL in general going forward with his choice to file a lawsuit that was come to light just earlier this afternoon. He files it against the National Football League and specifically the New York Football Giants, Incorporated Miami Dolphins Limited, Denver Broncos, and John Doe teams 1 through 29. Uh, this is he's represented by the same firm that represented the Harvey Weinstein victims, as well as the uh, people at Fox News that went through their discrimination suit. And he is suing the NFL and these uh, these teams for racial discrimination in their hiring practices. And I don't think I'm the only one that has had this thought. And it's certainly not an original thought in general. Um, Brian and uh, what what's happening here is going to leave a mark. Right. And we didn't need this lawsuit to tell us that there are racial discriminatory practices in the NFL. Mike Tomlin is the only black NFL head coach right now. There are at this moment in time, six GMs, which I'm pretty sure is probably the highest number that we've had. And we know based off of the numbers in this lawsuit that the NFL is represented by over 70 percent black players and so the representation at the multiple levels and and the levels of power dynamics straight up isn't there again this is not breaking news for anyone even though back ql does like to work itself into the conversation you know adrian and so where do you want to go with this because I, i feel like there's the obvious conversation where it says yeah racism exists and yeah people are hiding behind the collective we when it's actually a you problem like where would you like to go with this next well first and foremost happy black history month uh shout out to brian flores for really kicking it off um and if i was the nfl i'd make sure some of your scheduled tweets are kind of you know scheduled properly Mm. with everything that's going uh the thing that struck me as soon as this happened is and we talked about this uh he was the the only firing this year that didn't make sense that didn't make sense that shocked the landscape and then immediately afterwards we spoke on This is strange on as soon as he gets fired, all these things that we thought Mm -hmm. apparently were polar opposites with uh, Mark Barry Jackson, Miami Herald. Yeah, the the media spin Mm. against him where we thought, like with things like with Deshaun Watson, we were under the assumption that Stephen Ross, the owner of the Miami Dolphins, he was the one that was pushing the buttons. Apparently it was Brian Flores. Um, If you don't know, Stephen Ross has a very, very, uh, a booster tied to the University of Michigan. He's their most prominent and richest booster and 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 then the way that Jim Harbaugh and him leaving Michigan coincided with this spin so mm-hmm. it, it was very telling that like this it was obvious to me and also like them saying hey he was aggressive towards his players yeah saying a black man's aggressive that's a really really good look trying to go to those cliche tropes and you don't even need to call him aggressive for people to make that connection you can use language that basically insinuates it and gets the point across without actually doing it. I mean, and we, we're direct. all very familiar with how language and semantics and just words do hurt and they do cause actual damage. Because ultimately, well, ever you could say, oh, I'm not racist, I'm not doing this. What did I say last week? Or at least what what realization did I make? Maybe the problem was is that we think the bare minimum is doing right. It's not. That's above and beyond is doing the right thing. Doing the bare minimum is basically what most of us do. 
and what most pe- people in privileged positions just rely upon, that, that absolute bare minimum. Because ultimately, the only reason why we know about this, why, we have, why Brian Flores has a case here, is because Bill Belichick either has fat freaking thumbs or his spell check didn't kick in. And we've all had those moments where we've sent text messages to wrong members of a party, whether that be a picture you didn't want somebody to see or when you were talking about somebody then it was something that you didn't want them to know about or whatever. It's a surprise birthday party. It's insidious. Ultimately, Bill Belichick is the head coach of the New England Patriots, true or false? True. And Brian Flores was interviewing for the head coaching position for the New York Giants. True or false? True. Why Bill Belichick knows that Brian Dobble, who has since been hired for the New York Giants head coaching position, knew that they were going to hire him before the fact. Enough where when he made the mistake of texting the wrong Brian. Do we want to go over the text? Like, should we? Should we? Should we role play it? Yeah, I, let's th- do it. I think we should. So I I'll be I'll be Flores. Do you know what, and you what be page Belichick. that's on, or you have it? You have it printed out over uh, there. Page one, 38, 38, 38 out of fifty-eight. Thirty-eight out of fifty-eight. I appreciate you. Oh, here's yeah. And this is a fifty-eight page lawsuit, and we're going to go over. You are going to be Brian, and I am going to be Bill. Let's, let's do this. Excellent. Sounds like you have landed. Congrats. Did you hear something I didn't hear? Giants, question mark, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point. Can't believe Bill uses those. I interview on Thursday. I think I have a shot at it. Got it. I hear from Buffalo and NYG that you are their guy. Hope it works out if you want it to. That's definitely what I want. I hope you're right, Coach. Thank you. Coach, are you talking to Brian Flores or Brian Dabble? Just making sure. And then I'm going to have to edit this for no swear words. Sorry, I effed this up. I double-checked, and I misread the text. I think they are naming Dobble, and I'm sorry about that. BB. Thanks, Bill. This is, this is. This text message exchange went down three days before Brian Flores was scheduled to interview with the New York Giants about their head coaching position. Based off of, allegedly, these text messages, Bill Belichick already knew that they were going to be hire Brian Dobble. And if he knew, then I'm guessing the people in the front office or those who are actually there already in New York also knew. And this is, if you're wondering about, like, well, why is Bill texting with Brian? Remember, Brian is part of Bill Belichick's coaching tree. They both are. And, exactly. And so what we're seeing here is basically what Flores is saying Rooney rule, you guys brought me in under bad faith literally just to basically check off the box, and we know that's exactly what happened. We know that most of these interviews conducted with coaches of color. That is exactly what has happened with the Rooney rule. And while it's been in, it, it's been in place for 20 years where it's a requirement for teams to interview uh, minority candidates at the head coaching positions and now at the front office positions too because that's relatively very new. But it doesn't require you to hire anyone. And so ultimately, this is kind of the, the, the big argument around affirmative action and stuff too because there is an argument on both sides because ultimately hiring the best person for the job, you, be nobody, the nobody truly knows what it is, who that is. But there are certain people that are always left on the outside for the same reasons that are definitely not the explicit words that we're using, right? Like I said, the the insinuating language. And so where do we go from here? 
because we, we keep talking about it. We keep saying this is what this is this is a problem. And the NFL even released a statement where like this isn't representative. Also, all this is meritless, which is BS. You the know, report how gets, came out two hours ago. Exactly. Um, and it's not just about that interview. There's so much evidence in this lawsuit that they're talking about, you know, when Tony Dungy got fired a year after he won a Super Bowl, or the same with Jim Caldwell, where he was fired from Detroit after having a pretty successful season. How has it been going up there since? Like, it's not just the fact that they spun the story about Flores and, and how that is. It's every day you've got to think if you're an other, you automatically walk into that room acting differently than what you naturally do in your everyday environment, whatever other you are. And then there's the actual interaction part with people and how you learn how to interact and what freedoms they give you, what's allowed. Um, are you allowed to make decisions? Are you the final voice in the room? And all of these things that are extended to some coaches and not to others. And granted, we're not in on the, we're not a fly on the wall, but yesterday we were talking about yes, uh, Josh McDaniels being hired, and I insinuated, well, why wouldn't he take this job? Because literally Mark Davis gives all of the freedom, all of the leash, all of the hook. And I don't think if that opportunity, if Brian Flores was extended that same opportunity, he would be given the same amount of f- free space to take up. Well, we, ju- we just saw that with Miami right. where we need to remember he took over a team that after week one, they lost in 2019. They lost to the Ravens 45 to nothing. Dominic Foxworth and multiple ESPN analysts were like, this isn't even an NFL team. This isn't right to have these players playing under the condition. Right. And then he took them 10 and 6, two back-to-back seasons. And like I said, And they tried the to pay world. him to tank. Yeah, that's the and, other thing. And, they, and Steven Ross tried to pay him $100,000 per loss to tank. And granted, all of us can say, well, you're going to tank for Joe Burrow. We can do this. Well, guess what? They, the team gets Joe Burrow, but then how much uh, wiggle room is there for Flores if, there's, if they tank and they lose all those games? How much closer is the unemployment line then? And ultimately, when he leaves... What do we always say? Well, how many years did he spend at Miami? How many years did McDaniel spend at Denver? What was the whole dynamic of it? We're not always going to remember all these little nuanced things, and that's why you always side with the people, not the logo. Whatever the logo is, if it's a team logo, a league logo, whatever, you always have to assume if they're saying he said that some of those words came out of the league's mouth itself because this is one of the biggest businesses in the freaking world with the highest level attorneys at their disposal. And they all work for 32 guys that are all white, they're all rich, and they've all come into their wealth at at differing times and in differing avenues. And we all know what happens when we start saying, well, why do you have so much? We start high, oh, that's not me. It's not, I'm sharing, look at this. Look how how progressive we are. Look at the, I'm I'm diversifying everything. We've checked the box on this. We've checked the box and the box isn't enough, Adrian. It is not enough to check the box. The box is the bare minimum. As I said earlier, bare minimum isn't doing right. Doing right is above and beyond. And until we have people calling themselves exactly what they are, which is biased, And there's a difference between bias and prejudice and prejudice and racism. There's all different definitions of what they are. Every single one of us has prejudice, no matter what color we are. That is a fact because we are the sum of our experiences and there are bad experiences with with plenty of people. 
But if you act on them, if you bring it into the world, if you treat people differently based off of those experiences, that's where you get into the definition of racism. If you do not check yourself, you will wreck yourself. Just like that Jason Sudeikis movie said. Didn't expect to use that quote uh, in this particular moment. But ultimately, if you don't take care of people first and all people first, you will be taken care of. And I think this is a huge, huge point in just the sports uh, consciousness and specifically in the NFL. This has to be absolutely terrifying for so many people, including including like John Elway's of the world, where we're talking about an interview that was conducted between him and Flores, what was it, a couple of years ago in 2019? Apparently the front office of the Broncos, it was such a BS interview that they showed up an hour late and hung over as S. I was like, you're not even trying to hide your BS. Like you're, The fact that Bill Belichick accidentally texts the wrong Brian with this information and that he's a third party that knows this information, like, we, we always argue about the wrong stuff, I swear. Because you're like, well, is it, mir- is it mirrorless or is it not? Why does the fact that Bill knows this shows that there's collusion, that shows that this is an absolute thing. And so continuous denial is just and also, but the lack of shedding care. of accountability. That's yeah. what it is. And, and the, the lack of care, whether it's Bill Belichick forgetting to text the wrong person. Yeah. Like you just said, Elway and Joe Ellis, uh, the, the CEO of the Broncos, showing up drunk hung over mm-hmm. late just to just to say that hey we're there we got this done right the Rooney rules complete yeah. and that's done and that the fact that NFL coaches coordinators it doesn't matter who you are the expectation is I'm not gonna get this job but I'll do it for the experience to have that so that maybe and one he day knew then going I can into get... that interview what was going on too yeah and, and you can't cancel it because then what what does it reflect on him then well then he's spacey but then that's he, the expectation exactly, exactly because ultimately they will always spin it in their favor they always will and that's I'm I'm so proud of Brian Flores for doing this and like I said it is a true sacrifice this the only comparable I have to this because it's one thing to retire or like kind of remove yourself from a situation it's another thing to ostracize yourself yeah, he, torped, he, he torpedoed yes. his career right and now. he has plenty of support just like a, as Colin Kaepernick did but this is a, I just I, I'm I nobody expected this to come down today, and it's just the lackadaisical nature. I, I think that's what's most frustrating, most terrifying, um, and most eye opening. Because just like how we were talking about with former head coach John Gruden a few few months ago, how do you put that in a work email? How does that sentence even come out of your fingertips onto a keyboard in any email, let alone one with a letterhead? Why would they think that they have any yield signs? Why would they be scared? Because even if they are found out, first of all, I'm going to have a ton of people coming to bat for me. It's definitely not. It definitely has nothing to do with race. definitely has nothing to do with it. If you ever say that it has nothing to do with something or if you know everything, you know it's the opposite. That's just foolishness. And you bring up the Raiders. I think it's important to say because it feels like we are going to be talking about this story for a very long yes. time. So uh, Brian Flores and his interview with the Giants, that's mentioned in the lawsuit. Uh, we mentioned the $100,000, the collusion to lose, uh, pressure to tamper with players. Mm. Uh, this covers Eric Bieniemy not getting a job, mm-hmm. um, Steve Wilkes with the Cardinals, why he got fired, but then Cliff Kingsbury had an identical or same record 
losing record, and he still has the job. Right. Uh, Jim Caldwell. Who's like the Mike Everflus or like half of these names? Yeah. are like, who are? Jim- who is this guy? It seems like some toy soldier they 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 took out of somebody's drawer in the, in the equipment room. The Literally, Raiders, the emails, and to the point where in in this lawsuit, in these eighty five pages mm-hmm. that you have right in your hand, they break down the percentage of minorities and black players on the Raiders roster while John Gruden uh, was the head coach. This. He is taking a stand, and this isn't just about him. He, This is everything yep. that has gone on for years from the owners to the front office. All of this is a part of this lawsuit. Somebody had to, and somebody shouldn't. And I'm, I'm, I'm proud, and I'm sorry for Brian Flores to have to make this sacrifice. And I, and I hope that our assumption that he's never going to get another job in the NFL is wrong. But we all saw how those – quote-unquote, workouts with Colin Kaepernick were conducted in Florida a couple years ago. And just how quickly we can move on, not even the league, how quickly we as a, as a public can move on from stories like this because it's everywhere. It, that's, it, we're not getting rid of it. We're, just, we're not getting rid of poverty. We're not getting rid of racism. We're not getting rid of hatred. We're not getting rid of war. Okay, well, what's the middle point between we can't do anything and we have to do everything? There has to be a middle. And the middle starts with the person that has the ability to change things in their life. And so until we see people hiring other than white guys in these positions, this is what the NFL is. And it's a damn shame. And I hope that this hits them right where it matters most which is the pocketbook. 100%. That is ultimately the only thing that truly makes big-time companies or anything bow is public pressure. Just look, look at what happened to Spotify. Whether you agree with it or not, people have the right to, first of all, say what they want and have freedom of speech, but also pull their art or pull their speech away from platforms if they see fit. Not everybody is operating with the same tool belt. And that needs to be rectified in every little way that we possibly can help. And so at least Brian Flores is doing his part today. Adrian, good start to our show. As usual, it wraps up our can opener segment. On the other side, Joe Ostrowski comes to us. Bet QL, 1140 The Bet. We'll be back. You found the Playmakers. Only on 1140 The Bet. Las Vegas. Hey, it's the Playmakers, Adrian Hernandez here with Lindsey Brown. And on the line is the host of BetQL Daily and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Joe Ostrowski. Insider calls are brought to you by Driveway.com. Looking for a car? Go to Driveway.com where you can get pre-qualified, buy a car, and get it delivered. Be sure to listen to the BetQL Daily Podcast for more of Joe Ostrowski's analysis. Just search BetQL wherever you find your podcast. Joe, it's the first time I've said your full name. Please tell me I didn't botch it. Oh, 100%. It was fine. No, you're good. You're good. You're Victory. Good. Great <sighs> success over Thank to you, you, Adrian. And, I'm and, not illiterate. Yeah, good I'm for you, illiterate. at least through today in this segment. But, but Joe, oh, last <laughs> week you brought to us the, the happiest of news that I think you hit like a 20-to-1 bet. Did you have similar results this past weekend for championship uh, betting opportunities that you took advantage of? Oh, no. It was just fine. It was one of those win-some, lose-some weekends. Uh, the, the official picks we gave out on the show, I went 3-3 three and three overall. 
Uh, but the killer was San Francisco. I was holding on to some Niners futures that we grabbed during the season. Mm. Uh, once that became a, a big number, those things died. Thanks, Kyle Shanahan. The end of the Jimmy Garoppolo era. Uh, taking a 10-point lead to the fourth quarter. They couldn't get it done. Uh, so that one was was a bit of a, a gut punch. But uh, the FC Championship game was a lot of fun. I mean, they were both fun overall in their own way. But now we have to sit around and wait. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk our way into 50 different bets by the time we get to the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Do, are there props being offered on the Pro Bowl? Because I do need a reason to watch, if not show up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I have not even looked at that. Props on the they Pro exist, Bowl? They exist, though? Not... <laughs> They do. They do. That's um, I, I don't think so, because we're still finding out who's playing. That's fair. Uh, Kirk, Kirk Cousins is now a Pro Bowl quarterback. That's your so, boy, Lindsay. You know. Yeah, that's Teddy Bridgewater boy. was one once, too, after eight people ahead of him said no. But uh, I suppose that's how Mac Jones works his way into the conversation as well, especially on a day like today. Mitchell Trubisky was a Pro Bowl quarterback, so uh, we fact. shouldn't go too far with that thing. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely brutal. But uh, Tom Brady announces officially that he's retiring. It's going to have massive effects across the league. But would you declare the Bucks open for business at this point? Or do you suspect that they'll look to acquire another quarterback and essentially run back what they can? Because I know there's a lot of roster dynamics that they have to get through. But is this totally over? Is this something that they could at least resuscitate? This is huge, huge news. So the quarterback carousel, it appears that it is going to be absolutely fascinating, maybe unlike any other season that we've seen. So you remove Tom Brady, who I think will be probably the runner-up for the NFL MVP award. You remove him from the league. We might remove Aaron Rodgers from the NFC. Mm -hmm. If he goes over to the AFC, uh, we'll, we'll see what ends up happening with him. Russell Wilson might be leaving. Uh, Deshaun Watson, I assume that he's going to play somewhere. We were going over it on the show today uh, after this Brady news. If you count up the teams, you know their starting quarterback. You are dead set on it. I don't know. It's less than half the league right now. And, and that's Everybody's looking for A-grade loans, though, right? It's, it seems like everybody's yeah. going home run or bust because it, it's hard to argue with the results that have been shown in recent years. But ultimately, you're, you're at, the, at the mercy of what the market gives to you, which is not every Justin Herbert grows on trees or Joe Burrow or anything. So ultimately, somebody's going to have to end up with the Lord Jimmy Garoppolo spreading his light around the offensive touches. Well, it, I think, and this is just speculation at this point, but I think that your Raiders are clearly in the wrong conference, right? I mean, if you're sitting in the NFC right now, you're hoping Rodgers flips conferences. And I just mentioned about Tom Brady and maybe Russell Wilson. They might have the three worst divisions in the NFL between the NFC East. Think about the NFC South without Sean Payton, without Brady. Um, Rule is a complete dumpster fire. What's happening in Atlanta? Uh, the AFC name South right. could enter the conversation but, man, the, the NFC is wide open. And so what I'm going to be looking at in futures during the offseason, is there a team that can do what the Cincinnati Bengals just did? Because there isn't that one favorite that just stands out. Uh, people are probably thinking, oh, Dak Prescott's the best quarterback in the conference. Okay. Good for him. Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> Good, yeah, how far is that going to take you? Yeah, seriously. So the, the quarterback movement, and we're still waiting on some head coach movement, absolutely fascinating this offseason. Joe, you know I like my prop bets. You know, I just like to have fun in general, uh, especially with you. 
Um, and, and I saw my favorite prop bet so far for the Super Bowl, which was if Snoop Dogg would indulge in cannabis during the <laughs> halftime show. Snoop, there um, it is. Yeah. Outside. You smell it. Oh, I wish I could smell it in the studio. Anyway, um, during halftime show, what's your all-time favorite prop bet? Mm, how did I know? So my favorite prop bet is a bet I can win. Like, I don't care what it is. It's well not done. dumb. If I, if I have some sort of advantage, I'm in. So we were waiting and waiting and waiting, and we finally got word today. Mickey Guyton will be singing the national anthem. If you looked around last week, without knowing the singer, some books were willing to post a number of two minutes take over or under, and they weren't taking a ton of money on that. At the moment, all the sports books have taken down this number because – I guess they're doing their research. Well, I was doing my research this afternoon, and I was watching Mickey Guyton's performance uh, May of 2021 <laughs> at the National Memorial Day concert that was aired on PBS. And I watched it a few times, so I, I got a really good number. It looked like Brave finished with 1 minute and 24, 25 seconds. So I can't wait to see what the number is on the length of the national anthem. And if I'll be betting over or under, I'll make sure to let you know. So, But the anthem is always a lot of fun to bet. And then uh, word gets out usually the Friday before the anthem because they have the rehearsals at the stadium. And some reporters end up tweeting out what the length of the anthem was. So I, I'm hoping we get a few seconds to work with here. But, uh, Guyton, I think it's going to be a quick <laughs> anthem. So look to take the under. Uh, but we have to see what the numbers posted. But have you done your research on whether or not the chief technical officer of all the mics will be in the building there? Because Ashanti did not show up to have her mic drop out in her anthem. Does uh, that affect your, your futures and in, in the way that you're gauging this bet? It does. But, you know, we do have a sample size of one here, which is good enough for me. So Correct. I will definitely be betting on the over <laughs> or under based on the number that we get. Early on, the orange is our early favorite across the board for the Gatorade. I'm still uh, I still need to do some research on these two teams involved. I guess I can understand the orange uh, with the Bengals. I'm going to find out if that's uh, the color they're used to. You know, they, they have a bet available. Will the first half or second half slash overtime be the higher scoring half? Typically, uh, Super Bowl history tells us these games start off slow and un until they're really comfortable. Then the scoring starts to kick into high gear in the second half. There's more urgency. So if you could find second half overtime at about a pick em, I think that's a pretty good bet. And one that I saw today that, that I liked, will either team have a scoring have a touchdown on their opening drive? And I was going back through the both teams, obviously. Uh, the Bengals have not scored a touchdown on their opening drive in eight of their last nine games. Hmm. And for the Rams, they have not scored a touchdown on their opening drive in 11 of their last 12 games. So I'm going to be betting no will either team score a touchdown on the opening drive. Joe, oh, a singular soul, a singular personality, a singular talent, one even could say. I bet uh, on souls and spirits whose greatness cannot be denied. And so, obviously, that's why you hang out with us. That's why Adrian would mortgage his future if he had one on Baker Mayfield. I'm all in on Rage Fest Niner, a.k.a. Joe Burrow. But Ja Morant is a quickly approaching that same ilk for me in the NBA. Tell me all the ways that I can bet on his success, please. Wow. Uh, do some shopping around because even though the Grizzlies lost last night, it happened again. It felt like Ja had that, that significant moment, and the number dropped again, his MVP numbers. So we have just over two months left in the regular season, and it's looking more and more like, okay, we have a clear-cut top five. 
you know, we're, we're starting to lose days on the calendar. We have a clear-cut top five for the MVP. It's Embiid right now the favorite. Jokic is the second favorite. Giannis third. Steph has had a bad January. Now, he was terrific last night, but it's been a bad month. Looks like he's going to, I think, flip the script here and get back to being Steph. Uh, Steph is your fourth favorite, and there's Ja Morant as his fifth favorite. I always suggest make sure you shop around, but I, I could see him winning the NBA MVP. Let's see where Memphis finishes in the standings in the Western Conference. But he's as low as 10 to 1. Some other sports books have him in that 16 to 18 to 1 range. Um, I, I think there's still a chance that he ends up being the uh, NBA MVP. Absence makes the heart grow fonder, or at least makes a few more fans for uh, Joel Embiid. Apparently, Ben Simmons not uh-huh. being on that team is probably the best thing that's ever <laughs> happened to him. Uh, but the Olympics in Beijing are, are days away. And uh, speaking of singularity, I mean, when you have a moment where you're supposed to perform, your whole life is led up to this. This isn't like week 16 or game 82 uh, of the regular season. So uh, what, what do you usually do when it comes to betting the Olympics? And what's the most obscure event you've put money on? Oh, man. See, you know what messes me up on the Olympics always is the time difference. So what I see scheduled for TV and reality when it actually occurs is very, very different. So we're going to have to be up in the middle of the night. I know it's not a problem for you, Lindsay, but we're going to have to be up in the middle of the night to watch it live, right? We have to make sure we get our bets in. So that, that's always the hard part for me. Uh, thank, thankfully, on BetQL Daily, we're going to start to get into this over the next couple of days. Our executive producer, Paul Aspen, he's going to be working on the Olympics. He, he always works uh, on the Olympics for NBC Sports. So he's going to do that overnight, and then he's going to work our show in the morning. But while he's working on our show, he's going to give us all the inside information about what's going on, what the experts are saying, uh, so we can share that one with An overworked producer? What could possibly go wrong, Joe? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, haven't we all been there at some point? True. I, I did that. I did my overnight stint. You want to talk about hell? Just working <laughs> overnight during the winter. Christmas like, Eve overnight. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve. But when, when you do that overnight shift, and it was the longest six months of my life, I didn't see the sun. No. I ne- you want to talk about, yeah. That will mess with you if you don't see the sun for like a half a year. Oh, that is just just the worst. And just cold anyway. bitterness. Yes, <laughs> I, I agree. That's why is my escape plan. It's always just two <laughs> steps away. Uh, Joe, from a, from a big perspective, uh, when it comes to betting mm-hmm. and, and wagers, uh, yesterday the Washington Nationals and BetMGM opened up their first retail sports book uh, connected to the stadium, 400 square feet, 440 TVs, 17 kiosks, open seven days a week. Uh, how big is this? As, as I feel like, you know, it, every stadium in the country, no matter what sport, is going to follow suit, right? Uh-huh, 100%, Adrian. Uh, so we got an announcement yesterday actually here at uh, the United Center where the Bulls and the Blackhawks play that they're going to be doing the same thing. They're going to be opening a sports betting lounge. It's a FanDuel Sportsbook one, and it's going to be two stories. Still waiting on some details. I don't know. I assume it's going to be open 365 days a year, but we're still waiting. Uh, but that's that's what's happening here in Chicago. Uh, the Cubs made their announcement. They're going to have one that's attached to Wrigley Field. They expect it to be built um, by 2023 for opening day. That is going to be a DraftKings suite. Um, there's The Chicago Sky is going to have a sports betting lounge where they play here in Chicago, and the only team we're waiting on is the Bears. It looks like they're going to be moving to the suburbs, so I could see them waiting a little bit. 
Uh, but this is this is going to be the norm moving forward. We are going to see this. And look at what's happened over the last couple of years. Um, the, the leagues realize how much money they can make. So yeah, let, let's let's be all in on the sports betting. And it is fascinating with the Flores news out today. Mm. That accusation about intentionally trying to lose. So these leagues are going to have to walk this thin line because they are in bed with all of these sports books. Last question for Joe O before we release him back into the Chicago abyss. We always go to you for our NHL expertise of Adrian's busy, which he obviously is. But you <laughs> mentioned last week that there's been some really big odd disparities, especially when we're talking uh, with the spread. Which NHL team has, has been the most consistent results if, if people are looking to bet on more macro stuff or, or ride bigger waves? Devils, believe Devils. it or not. Right on. They're an underdog tonight. Here's why. It's a specific bet. Uh, this is what the NHL betting world is talking about right now. Betting on the Devils to score a goal in the first 10 minutes has been a winner the last 15 games. Mm. 15 in a row, 17 of 18. So what are they going to do? They're going to juice it up. But uh, we, we've got the Devils tonight. Another opportunity if you want to take a shot to score a goal in the first uh, first 10 minutes, the, these sort of trendy things, they, they always end at some point, and you're going to be mad the one night you get a loser, but it has not lost in a long, long time. The other interesting thing happening is uh, we talked earlier in the season about when they decided to move the totals because of the high scoring yeah. uh, we've seen, especially since the break. Uh, for example, tonight we have three games with a total of six and a half goals. Wow. Yeah, they're not messing around. They're sick of losing those overs. Yeah, absolutely. It's it is a very odd time, especially as we're leading up to the All Star break, and then whenever you have sort of a, a natural or maybe an unnatural pause, it almost kind of resets the market going forward as well. But this year has just been so odd, especially with uh, fans being out of the building in Canada, differing teams at uh, amounts of games played. But that's why we have to come to you, Joe O, for all of your insight. Whether it's NHL, NBA, NFL, you got all of the betting tips. That's what you are here for. Lindsay, I know uh, you're going to be very jealous in about two days since you uh, were smart and left the Midwest. Uh, we are expecting 20 inches of snow on Thursday. Stop it. <laughs> that's, that's what they're saying. The weathermen are never wrong. My goodness. It's going to be a scene straight out of Station Eleven. Have you watched that show yet? But it's <laughs> set in Chicago, and so it seems like that's definitely a, oh. a calling card for them. What's that on? Uh, HBO Max, very good. A little dystopian, but a, a better uh, structured dystopian show. Limited series, really good. I could not recommend it more, but uh, it is set initially in Chicago, and there's a lot of snow involved. So I hope that you survive, or at least are one of the lucky few, and we'll talk to you again next Tuesday. All right, Lindsay and Adrian, it's going to be a lot of fun. We'll have, uh, I'm sure, a laundry list of prop bets for the Super Bowl to go over. We always come prepared. This is what we do. And that was the host of BetQL Daily and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider Joe Ostrowski. Insider calls are brought to you by Driveway.com. Head to Driveway.com today to shop more than 25,000 new and used cars in Driveway's nationwide inventory. And on the other side of the break, Adrian, oh, VGK Buffalo. Probably should preview that game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Final game ahead of the all-star break for your Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, They're not playing the best team that's running in the league, but they're playing a team that's playing more inspired hockey than they've seen in a long time. And, you know, there's some familiar faces on those Buffalo Sabres that always bring a little bit extra energy to their games whenever that happens. When you're reunited, especially with a player such as Alex Tuck, uh, Peyton Krebs and Cody Eakin will also be in attendance, but Alex Tuck and Krebs are making their first returns back since they were included in that trade for Jack Eichel. And while Krebs only spent 13 games with the Golden Knights, uh, Tucky, he's an original misfit and uh, a force to be reckoned with, as we know, when he's feeling confident and playing free. And that's exactly what he has been able to do since being re-implemented into the Sabres lineup. He first was able to join them on the 29th, or the 29th of December and has since recorded 12 points in 12 games, four goals, eight assists, seven points in the last six. Uh, a winger, along with Peyton Krebs, being centered by one Mr. Casey Middlestat, who is... Minnesota product, obviously, Adrian, while he could not do any pull-ups at the NHL Combine, we will not hold that against him because he is a a very little guy who is full of skill and pop in the offensive zone. But with players like that, if you hand out just a few welcome hugs every time they touch the puck or you're there in the general vicinity of the puck, you can get their confidence level diving down pretty quickly. And if their centers can't get the pucks going out of the net and we're spending most of the game in their defensive zone, well, that usually spells good times and and, and fun things for your Vegas Golden Knights. The Sabres power play, Adrian, uh, just a hair under 20% right in the middle of the league, and then their PK is a little bit uh, lacking, 75.2%, 26 in the NHL. And so the Golden Knights could take advantage of the man advantage tonight if they can get that going. Uh, remember, they're all-star representative is Rasmus Dahlin, their defenseman. He has 28 points. This is his first time playing in the All-Star game, but he leads the team in power play points and is uh, one of the steadier defensemen. And as I said, this is a team that has a lot to look forward to. And what you see from Alex Tuck and the energy that he brought, being a hometown kid, returning to to a franchise that obviously has been struggling and taking up the task of basically resuscitating it. To see results so early, it has to be very, very uh, enthusing for members of that team like Jeff Skinner, who signed a big-time contract extension there and uh, 
tends to find himself on the on the bad list when it comes to people who get overpaid due to their production or Kyle Ocposo who left the New York Islanders right before they started surging to the Eastern Conference finals and he was like well I'm going to sign up in Buffalo he had a really scary concussion situation where he had to stay in the hospital for like months at a time and and it was just a really uh, fluid situation he's back he's playing on that second line he's making um, some noise on that power play as well and he's a bruiser and he can shoot the puck and so when you have the Casey Middle stats uh, you also have the Kyle Postas, and yes, they're both from Minnesota, so that's obviously why we're talking about them. Uh, tonight, Craig Anderson will be in the Nets. Yes, that Craig Anderson who's been playing in the league probably since 1974. He's 2.28 goals against average, 9.27 save percentage, but he's only played in seven games this year. forget if he's just been injured and uh, or, or if it's COVID, but regardless, we haven't seen a ton from him, but he, he's a battle bot goalie. Like he has been paid to be shelled by pucks for years. He was the Ottawa senators goalie for years before he basically retired and the Sabres gave him an offer. He, he couldn't refuse, which was too much money to not sit on his couch. And so to get pooped on as the, the net miner for the Oilers, uh, he, he he knows how to operate in that mindset where he's getting shelled and he won't put himself in bad position and ma- and, and uh, making extra saves or extra movements because he knows there's a next one to get. He knows that he can't sell out because you have to be malleable. I mean, we were kind of talking about that uh, earlier with Ed, or I should say later with Ed because our interview is later. We interviewed him earlier. But regardless, the Golden Knights need to be prepared for a big push, as I mentioned, the return of Tuck, Krebs, and Eakin. And just when you're a crappy team, it's a lot easier to get up and go against some of the better teams in the league. So autopilot cannot be in the the vocabulary. Minimize turnovers and maximize physical support. Uh, Offensive zone compacting, I think that's really where they need to toy with the the Sabres because you can take a little bit more liberties as long as you're taking care of business in your defensive zone. But emphasize creating chaos in their defensive regroups for checking and corral them like stilt walkers into the middle of the ice because that can open up those lanes from like weak side D to Max Patriot in a one-timer or Genny Devonoff streaking through the middle. Between that and gap management so you can take the body, Adrian, you know it's going to be a victorious type of celebration. It's crazy how you said everything I was going to say. All right, we have a tendency to do that. Hopefully we carry it over to our two playmakers. Love for the bet. We'll be back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.